0: You know what? I'm actually going to try something where I listen to like pretty fast, upbeat music and then just kind of see how that affects my overall method of speaking. So this is me speaking normally right now. And hold on a sec. Just double. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to another episode. So I'm trying to make this kind of like a weekly thing. You know, I just kind of go over my week, what's happening, what I'm doing, how it's been. But, hey guys, let's uh, let's go and get into it. I gotta say, like, just being here, about a month and a half into the San Francisco program, I'm having, like, a, a really good time. I feel like I'm generally living life out here. Now, fuck with it. Uh, <laughs> I mean, we are about a month and a half in. We got about a month and a half to go. And... I don't know. In some way, I haven't had a job, and I feel like I saved enough money with the scholarships and everything. But I feel like I definitely could have done more if I had saved and and or got a job. But now it is what it is. My week was, <sighs> dude. I can't. I I cannot, I cannot believe the week that I had. It was. It was definitely a lot. It'll, I mean, my Saturday night was something that I never really expected. Like, but yeah. Uh, I gotta say living two blocks away from a burger joint has been really detrimental to my health. Um, <laughs> I kind of wish I didn't find out about it, but, you know, when everywhere in San Francisco costs like $18 for food, oh, it just, it's so good to just to just go and have a burger for cheap. But damn, like those onion rings, those hamburgers, you know. I, I uh, being here, I've eaten so healthy. It's been... Like chicken with some spices, like chicken breast, skinless, boneless with some green beans or peas and some spinach. Like that's been my, like my meal whenever I'm home. If not that, it'll be sweet potatoes or kind of make mashed potatoes, you know, but eggs with vegan cheese. Cause I can't have actual cheese, like no desserts, no ice cream, no nothing. And I was doing really good. I was like losing weight and you know, I'd be going to the gym getting really cut. You know it's uh it's really funny how not drinking alcohol 6 days a week walking everywhere you have to because you can't afford to drive only making sure you buy healthy groceries from the grocery store and going to the gym actively it's 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 funny how that cuts you down and makes you look a lot better and feel healthier it's like really really insane i got to i got to say but uh yeah yeah, it's just annoying. You know, being on this being in this entrepreneurship program, it's 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 making me so much more outgoing. Like I just I feel like well, it started with the assignment they had called the trade up game where they had to sculpt to random people with useless piece of like string or something, and then just kind of try and sell it up to see what we could get. And that's just Exponentially increased. Like, I feel like I've just gone up and been able to ask for so many more things just because. I mean, there was this this guy on YouTube who was like, Hey, let's talk about entrepreneurship. Right? I just hit him up on Twitter randomly. Hey, you know, you're pretty cool. Can I talk to you? He was like, Yeah. I was like, No way. Next thing I know, I'm talking to him. I mean, there's that. There was. What else? I mean, like just in general, I like, you know, was able to get a bunch of free cups and shot glasses when I hosted a cocktail night last week just by going into bars, just asking if I could have some shot glasses. They're like, yeah, sure. Here, here you go. I mean, obviously not everyone said, yeah, but, you know, I've gotten that. And yesterday, and this is something I'm probably going to turn into a bigger thing and I'm going to release another episode. But, you know, we went up to homeless people, just kind of started talking to them, learned a lot. But then we went up to some cops and kind of asked them what they thought of it. And, you know, your boy being so charismatic as he is and everything. everything, They were like, hey, you want to come on a ride along? We were like, no way. And so, yeah, like I said, I'll be talking more about it in the future. But we went on a ride along around San Francisco in the back of cop cars and got to ask these cops anything and everything. And they told us everything without us even asking too. Cuz you know, it I'm sure it felt really good. I mean, while it was also great for us, I'm sure it felt really good for them to for the first time in their life have two people who actually respected and were curious about what, the work they were doing. But I, that was a, that was a really fun Saturday night. You know, I uh I got a tattoo. Probably going to make this more of a probably gonna make that its own subject but yeah i i got a tattoo and we're about two two or three weeks out from it and i i I love them more every day uh my lobster up on my right peck is just just at the end stages of its peeling but not as bright as it was before but i'm still loving it looks awesome then on the left my my quote bias towards action that's basically about healed the only thing about it is that uh, it's not as bold as it was before and i kind of wanted it to be like bright so i could see in the mirror but i'm sure that once the peeling's done it's it's gonna be it's gonna be bright enough to read but i i love it i think moses did a great job and this is uh it's it's making me want more but Not like an excessive amount and not for no reason. Like my next tattoo I get, I'm not sure what it's going to be. It's probably going to be something smaller, but what I really, really want like two years down the line is like a a sleeve, but a sleeve in like the, in the art style of kind of line work, kind of looking like a whole Renaissance painting, but geometrically placed, you know, sort of perfectly. I can't really... I can't really explain it. I guess I'll have some pictures down in the description of what I mean, but man, I really, really want that. And I don't care how much money it's going to take. It's probably going to be thousands of dollars in the future, but eh, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm for it. I accepted a co-op. BCG, Boston Consulting Group. Dude, super stoked for it. Give and take, but being super stoked for it, I uh, I can't believe that for my last co op I'm going to be working for a like such an amazing world class company. But I am, you know, and I'm super super psyched. I'm going to be working in the people and culture department, or not people and culture. People, no. <sighs> I don't even know the name of it. It's, uh, I keep forgetting, it's it's the something and was well, the people and the people in operations practice area. I'm basically gonna be helping teams that deal with organizational behavior, agile at scale, which is basically scaling up companies, people strategy, management, people management. And as someone who loves people, loves to talk to people and loves to make conversations, I was like, this is such an amazing opportunity. And something I actually really want to be doing. Because I don't... I mean, I'll do Excel work. I'll do PowerPoint. But to be able to actually have it have meaningful impact and have relationships with people, I can't wait. I... uh, I mean, not to brag, but I uh, I aced the shit out of that interview, dude. Like, they asked me two main questions, and... I, I don't think there's been a single interview in my life where I was just like, yeah, I knocked it out the park. They were like, when was the last time that you had a, a pro? Well, can you tell us a story about when you had to consolidate data? I was like, bruh, I took 16, well, 8,000 inquiries over a given period of time by, you know, that had gotten from answering on a daily basis, upwards of 100 different customer inquiries from different brand websites, like four different brand websites. I was able to take that information, put it into a dashboard that was easy to read with like fun little graphs and give it to actual organizers to give it to different departments in the company to be able to make actionable insights off of it. And then not only did I do that, I made a way for co-ops with no experience in any of those systems to be able to take that and make it into their own and to be able to replicate it and then continue the process. Super psyched. I was able to do that. And then they asked, when was the last time you uh, had to handle multiple responsibilities? And I was like, (laughs) that last co-op. Not only did I have to ship out boxes, I was in meetings, I was doing one-on-one coffee dates and going to different events as part of a social media campaign, had to do monthly reporting, I had to answer, of course, those hundred and something questions on a daily basis. And then on top of that, I had time to pursue that personal project of being able to consolidate all that data into making a cute little Power BI dashboard and work another 25 hours a week trying to make bartender and while maintaining a social life. Dude, and that was before I realized I had ADHD. That was before I got diagnosed. I don't know, it, 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 it felt pretty good because I was looking back just thinking to myself, like, damn, I said all that? Like, I I did all that? I don't know, man, but, you know, I'm, I, I'm happy to be working at BCG. Hopefully, you know, me continuing to do this isn't gonna interfere with that but even if it does i don't care you know like look i look i don't think i'm gonna say anything too non-pc too out of pocket on here but if i say something and i believe it like i'm gonna say it i i don't think i'm someone who says something out of pocket but you know i want to do this and i'm gonna put this out there and it's gonna be out there and we'll see what happens Dude, but what, I'll tell you what. When I put out that that LinkedIn post, it was fun getting some getting some getting some hype. Uh, the CEO of Boston Beer Company, someone who I'd been like a, well, you know, who I've, you know, started to develop like a, you know, friendship with or mentorship. He was one of the first people to comment on my LinkedIn post and god dude it feels so good to you know to have someone like that to have Dave you know you know just reach out and just just have kindness. I'm actually in the process of him along with my previous coworkers uh working on sending them some gifts. There are just some books that I read that I thought would would be pretty cool that I'm going to be sending out to them in a few days. So if you guys are listening I took a lot of time to make sure that these books would be if not at the very least related to your field very helpful and at the very least something pretty entertaining but we'll see can i just say this (laughs) i uh i was introduced to van life this week and i cannot guys when i say i want to live in a van i want to live in a van I want to live in a van so bad. You know, SNL has a skit with late Chris Farley being like, I'm going to, you're going to live in a van down by the river. (laughs) And let me tell you what, I really want to be that person who lives in the van down by the river. Dude, I just look, ever since I was young, I remember just always being super obsessed. Like I would make like these ships with like a fold out sort of futon on the couch and just kind of live in it and that was just always so fun to me. And to think about and and also like I love to I love Legos as a kid, built my own gaming PC. I want to make things, man. Like I just I just have dreams of after coming home, probably spending like 6 months or something saving up to put a down payment on a van, and then all that hardware and supplies. And starting from after winter, probably until like Marchish, getting a tent, parking the van in, and then just renovating it, doing the electrical, the plumbing, the sink, the hardware, the insulation, the bedding interior design, just all of that. just working together over just working with my friends and stuff over a period of like six, seven months, only until to leave before that next winter and then just kind of heading for the heading around the country for the next few days like i've just i've done so much brainstorming on this myself i used like miro which is a really great like brainstorming application i recommend everyone uses it i've been seeing like okay what do i want my van to have do I, you know what do i want to be able to do do i want to be able to sit down do i want to be able to host is a van even the right thing do i want to get like a truck camper you know kind of like those Thing those campers, those campers that you put on pickup trucks, would that be better? Do I want to off road? Am I going to be mainly in cities? Am I going to be just on the outskirts of cities? You know, what's my cooking situation going to be like? What's my food situation going to be like? You know, what's my, uh, you know, business toilets business situation going to be going? And what I've currently sort of set my mind to is, I am going is if I were to get a van. Well, right now I'm thinking between either a truck camper and a van. Right now it's, it is a van. I want it to have a kitchen. I want it to have running water, generally some electric. I want a workstation because I'm going to be working from home or working remotely. I want it to have like a swivel out monitor that I guess could double as a TV, but I don't really watch TV. And a workspace slash desk area where I could sit down and be able to look out through the window. I don't care where I am, maybe National Park or something, but I definitely want to be able to have that, that window that looks out while working. Generally, some storage space. I don't really need a bike or anything, but I'll probably get it. I might, I mean, I I, I, I would be the type to get into surfing, though, but I would need some solar panels. Would definitely need to, need to work that out. I've already looked at exactly what van I want, though. I want, a, I want a Ford Transit. Why a Ford Transit? Well, the Ford Transit, a Ford's generally reliable. The parts are really cheap. And there's a lot of Fords all around the country, so it'd be pretty easy to go and get it serviced. And two, I I'd want to get around four years old. You know, I think four years old. I went and got. I went on a depreciation calculator online for the specific Ford Transit. It would only depreciate upwards of probably maybe four or five, maybe. No. Around $6,000, but that's assuming I drive it 20,000 miles a year over a period of two years. Now, that doesn't even include the cost of me renovating it, which would be nice, but if I renovate it nice and I do my homework and get it looking all good, I could sell it for a profit, and if not a profit, exactly what I'd paid for it, which would mean that in the two years that i had spent sort of living in the van, I could save so much money towards buying a house and paying off my student loans, which is actually the main reason I want to be doing this. I just want to pay off my student loans. I have no problem starting a company in the future, but that's the one thing you can't default on, and that does kind of scare me. If I could, you know, work on paying that down and on top of that saving money, and I'm also a generally minimalistic person anyway. The only thing I really splurge on is technology. Like, yeah, I could totally see myself doing it and get to explore the country. I've just got dreams of driving down to Key West, you know, And then going through the south, through like Nashville, into Austin, into Dallas. Probably seeing like my friend Jack, for example, in San Antonio. You know, driving through the Midwest and the plains and going up to like North and South Dakota and into Seattle. And then obviously go through Cali as I had done before going down the Pacific Coast Highway. And all the national parks that I missed. I really, really see myself doing that. I can't wait. I can't wait. Like I've just, when I say like my, when I say my life for like this last week has been three things, it's been three things. It's been Russia and Ukraine, which awful. Maybe I'll talk about that later, but there's, there's nothing that I could say. I'm stupid. Then it's been that. It's been van life and van life videos. And what was the other thing? Yeah, I wanna say just tattoos. Oh, 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 not just tattoos. No, not just all that. Uh building up my website and starting to build starting to build up a presence. I have a website now, guys. If you go to JalenGanell.com, there is a website that has my stuff. It's not completely up yet, but I'm gonna be building it up over time. Probably after this releases I'm gonna start and start integrating and embedding my podcast episodes in there but i i took the plunge got it for the year so at the very least i'm gonna have this thing for a year and i don't know i had listened to ali Abdal on youtube and he talked about the importance of having a website because it allows you to extend your presence you know it increases your reach And not only that, you're more searchable online because people are still going to Google you and it's a way for you to really express yourself and who you are, what you believe in the projects you've done. And this is just stuff I would have done anyway. Like I journal almost every day. I love to, you know, learn and stuff. And why not put it online for someone else to learn? Or at the very least, show someone what I'm about. There's only so much that LinkedIn can do. There's only so much that social media can do. And with this podcast, like I feel like by doing this, by pursuing other segments, which I'll be going over in the next few few episodes. I've already got some topics. I'll be interviewing a friend. I'll be telling a friend the story about how she was uh long story short, kidnapped or not kidnapped, had was almost kidnapped in Costa Rica. Gonna we'll be covering that. I still have uh still have a stripper. Who I talked with at the beginning of coming here, I'm gonna reach out to her and probably ask if she'd want to uh actually be taken up on that offer and interview her i oh yeah, I was interviewing homeless people just to kind of get their perspectives in San Francisco, and that led to as I mentioned before, going on a ride along with some police, but that's an even bigger thing that. I'm honestly probably going to turn into like a a five or six part series with my friend Michael. Just because we learned so much that I really want to turn that into something bigger. Bigger than just a show. But, yeah. Life's been empty without euphoria, but not at the same time, you know? It's 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 kind of fine. It's kind of fun to have my Sundays back. I can kind of do and pursue what I want now. Not that I really didn't I, I mean, I I didn't do Jack today. <laughs> but no more Euphoria meetings. No more Euphoria. Honestly, I think it was for the better. That show was really starting to get a little too heavy and a little too stressful. And I don't have too much stress in my life, but every Sunday, the last two months, that was, uh, (laughs) it was definitely some stress. On top of that, I still have to finish the Kanye documentary. Dude, I'll stand by what I said before, what I told my friends. That Kanye documentary, I think that they made it purposely slow and soothing, just so that it was something that you could play in the background. Because let me tell you, listening to that, I mean, Kanye has been one of my biggest inspirations growing up. I'm not really a musician at all, or producing isn't really a thing of me, but for someone to be the absolute underdog, come up and then make it, I think has been so inspirational. But but watching that documentary, just seeing how he was, seeing his dreams, and seeing how they all transpired, it's even more of a tragedy, considering everything that's happened recently. It's like, man, man flew too close to the sun and it's 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 a tragedy, but at the very least, like that that is something that you play in the background fifty times over while you're working on something you really want on your dreams, on what you want, when you're grinding, and that's something I do not when I'm doing homework, but when I'm doing something I want, when I'm working on my website, when I'm editing, maybe not editing, but that's some shit I play because it's so so inspiring. But yeah, that's my week in review. It is currently oh damn it, it's Monday, March seventh. I kind of wanted this to be like a Sunday thing, but you know, because I uh, had I got an interview with that YouTuber, and I yeah, with that YouTuber I was telling on Twitter, he gave some really good actionable advice, which was he gave himself a Sunday to sort of build up his channel. He just would release a video every Sunday, no matter how bad it was, and that. And that made him accountable and sort of do better. So maybe Sunday's going to be the day I do this. Maybe Sunday going to be the day I record. And then I'll probably release on different days. I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing, dude. <laughs> I have no clue what I'm doing. But I'm starting. And worst case scenario, I just go back and delete. But I'm learning. And I'm not only learning, I'm doing. You know, as, as a tattoo on my chest says, bias towards action. Don't get all down in the prototyping, in the brainstorming, like just do. just just do. But with that, good to see you guys and hope to see you next week. Take care. Thanks for listening to the Jalen Gannell Show.